Welcome to another episode of the Find You Fitness Podcast. Today's topic about open-mindedness is something I thought about while I was recording the last episode, um, CrossFit Q, the CrossFit Q&A and Bridging the Gap, because when you're coming up with a title or a topic, you know, you, you want the, the title to, you don't want it to be like super clickbaity, but you kind of do at the same time. And I was thinking, well, if I throw CrossFit in the title, it'll turn people away that don't like it. And, and then I was like, you know what? F that. Like, screw that. If you're hesitant on clicking on this episode because you see the word CrossFit in it, and that makes you second guess, you know, what you believe comes out of my mouth because I do CrossFit and I like it, then that that really does make me a little upset. Um and if you feel like that was you, you know, I encourage you to please listen to this episode. And uh, if you skip the last episode, after you listen to this one, go back and give that one a listen, practicing some of the, the tips and tricks and just kind of what I'm saying off of via this episode on open mindedness. Um, this topic is something that's dear to me because I think that coming from a small town, Eastern North Carolina, um, I definitely love my hometown. But I definitely feel like a lot of people are very much stuck in their ways of the way that they do things. And and I think that that, that is okay. It, it is okay if that's what the way that you choose to live. Um, however, if you're in a position where, you know, you're mentoring, you know, young professionals or young people, um, you and you're teaching them to do all these things that maybe you're not practicing or you're not willing to take in their ideas because it's just not the way it is. That's just not the way it works. Um, that's the kind of thing that, that bugs me a little bit. So as usual, let me bring you off a quote or start you off with a quote. Distinguish open-minded people from closed-minded people. Open-minded people seek to learn by asking questions. They realize that what they know is little in relation to what there is to know and recognize that they might be wrong. Closed-minded people always tell you what they know, even if they hardly know anything about the subject being discussed. They are typically made uncomfortable by being around those who know a lot more about a subject, unlike open-minded people who are thrilled by such company. I know that's a lot of open-closed, open-closed, but rewind that if you have to and listen to that quote again. Um, you get around closed-minded people, they don't like new ideas, they don't like trying new things, they don't like um, they don't like anything. They just get uncomfortable if it's out of what they're used to. And if you're open-minded, you're seeking those opportunities. You're, you're embracing those moments when someone walks into the room that is more powerful than you or is more knowledgeable or is in a higher position of management because you, you, you are excited about the opportunity to learn from this person. And at the same time, when you walk into a room and you're meant to be that person, you're excited to learn and listen from the people in that room that you're supposed to be teaching because you never know what you can learn from the people that you are around. So I want, I want to bring up this topic, and it's, it's become so instilled in my life over the last three years. And like I kind of mentioned, a lot of this it probably comes from my, honestly, my stubbornness and my closed-mindedness in the previous like 22 years of my life uh, before the last three. And I definitely owe a lot of this change to my fitness journey. 
And that's kind of where, you know, sure, this is a fitness podcast, but by now, especially in 2019, we know that fitness is much more than your physical, your physical fitness and your physical health, I guess. There's the, the ment- mental part, the mentality aspect as well. So there's this amazing chart, and I'm going to do my best to describe it via this podcast, uh, but I'm going to post it on my Instagram. At, my handle's at Lee Pinkham. If you don't follow me already, go give me a follow. Um, the title of this chart is called The Learning Curve, and I actually got a friend. He made this up nice and pretty for me to put it on a poster, and I just haven't done it yet, And I'm, but I'm going to do it. Anyways, I just, I just posted it on my Instagram, so go check it out so you can better visualize what this is. But it's a chart, and it's the learning curve is what I call it. But it's titled "Beginner or Beginners versus Experts." So knowledge is on the y-axis. Uh, think back, oh my god, you're you know algebra, holy shit, I'm making you think. Expertise is on the x-axis, and on the x-axis is divided in between beginner, young, and expert, like in, into thirds. Um, there's a red line on the graph, and that states how much I think I know. It builds up a ton from beginner to young and then drops significantly significantly when it crosses over to expert. I think that's about how 95% of people live. When they learn something new, let's say they're learning about fitness, okay? They get to this point where they believe they're an expert in everything and everything related to fitness. And you might know someone at your gym that they will talk your ears off about fitness or how this is the best way to do something. And it's, it can be annoying because all you're doing is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, you know, and then you just kind of walk away and say, yeah, I appreciate it, man. I'm going to get back to my workout. Um, you probably know someone like this and, you know, I think I was like this too. Um, you know what, in that young phase, so the, then this is that person, <laughs> unfortunately, some people never leave or grow past this phase. Um, and there is this small percentage, and I, I truly hope that you join it, where after a while you start to realize and accept it that you actually know very, very little about the topic at hand. And for me, there is this particular moment that I like to describe that where this is where I realized this. And it's that it's this one day I was squatting in the SRC of the gym at Appalachian State. This Jack dude who was I think he was trying out for the football team, his ex-military, something like that. Anyways, big guy, um, a lot of muscles. Uh, he started talking to me. He was offering me some advice on my back squat, and I was I think I was squatting three fifteen plus on the bar. I was probably breaking parallel because I did have that standard set, but it was probably like super folded over, probably a really shitty squat. Um, and I think I probably even had squat shoes on it and it was still really, really, really bad. Um, but he offered me some advice and he was like, think about when you're squatting, like you're trying to sit on a toilet. I'm four years into the game right now. And I thought I was jacked and I had it going on. And so that, and really pay attention. Cause this might sound like you right now. Um, but when he told me that and I was like, yeah, you know, I, I was listening to him and and shame on me because I was listening because of, he was jacked, not because he was someone trying to give me a pointer. That's a mistake, number one. But regardless, I was listening to him and I, I, I kind of dropped into a bodyweight squat to, you know, imagine I'm sitting on a toilet and 
I don't know if my squat shoes were on or whatever, but I probably didn't break parallel. Like it was bad, 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 bad. And my point is, is, you know, I had a moment and this guy helped me realize that I wish I knew his name, but I was starting thinking like, it, it kind of pissed me off. Like if I didn't have a half decent body weight squat, then what was the point of squatting with 315 or with weight at all? Like if my form was so bad when I added so much weight, what it was, what is the point if I can't do a body weight squat and it look decent at all? And so I, I got curious. I got, and this is, oh my, this is the rabbit hole that I've been down for years. And this is where if you know me and you've asked me mobility questions and I've helped you out in any way, um, this would be a great time to chirp up because this is, this is because of this moment with this guy where it all started with me. Um, I was like, how do I fix this? How do I fix my shitty squat? And I didn't, I didn't ask him. I think I just, oh, I appreciate the advice. But when I got home later that day, I know I started doing some research and I clearly didn't know how to fix it. So this is a learning opportunity. There was so much to learn and this opened so many doors. Like maybe it was my hips. I hear everyone's always talking about hip mobility. Maybe it was that. Um, I, I couldn't make sense of it. I didn't know what like hip extension or flexion was. When we say like your hip range of motion, I didn't know how to establish that. So I, I started studying and this is, I was looking up resources. I was asking people and this is kind of where I started becoming a little bit more open-minded. I, I wanted to learn something that applied to me personally because I didn't know how to do it. Um, and so then, you know, I'm, I'm learning about the hips and then people are saying something about your mid back, thoracic spine. I started studying that and then I would hear people talking about assessing squats by looking at their feet and um, and my mind's being blown. Like what, like what does the feet have to do with any of this? So now I'm seeking, I'm, I'm like seeking to understand this. And my point is, is there was so much I had to learn and it, it, it truly made me realize that I actually knew very, very little. Um, and I'm going to back up just for a second. I'll definitely do some podcasts talking a lot more about mobility. It, uh, if I were to start this podcast probably a year ago or two years ago, that's probably what this probably most majority of the episodes would be about. Um, but, you know, as time goes, there's a shift of focus. And I still, you know, retain a lot of that knowledge now and still practice it. I, I, I still have my CES, Corrective Exercise Specialist, certification for, for whatever, you know, stupid certifications are. But I'll definitely um, talk more and more about, you know, how to assess someone and being that I'm in Cairo school, you know, I'm definitely looking to apply a lot of this stuff for the rest of my life. However, I'm definitely in a phase right now where I care more about mindset and mentality when it comes to fitness. And so, hence, that's why these episodes are about topics like so. Um, definitely expect it to switch back and forth, but that's the beauty of doing your own podcast is you can talk about what you want to talk about. So, <laughs> pretty cool. Um, but... This whole looking for this this answer to my squat, you know what? It, it fueled me. You know, it made me it made me want to learn more. And I think a lot of people get in this situation, and this this is a difference maker from the get go. People get into this situation and they get overwhelmed and flustered and they give up, or it fuels them and it makes them want to learn more and more and more. And it also made me want to backtrack on topics that I, I thought I did know, like let's say nutrition. I knew how to track my macros and stuff like that, but I would, you know, turn my nose up at vegetarians and things like this. And, um, I just started to challenge and question the status quo more and more. We're in class and everyone's like 
this is a definite answer to this and that. And, and it got me thinking, you know, like, okay, like I, like I'll buy into this for sure, but I'm not going to say this is the only way for something, because I think that if we had fitness and nutrition figured out, you know, obesity would not be the issue that it is today in this world. Um, and so there's clearly a lot more to the epidemic than, and, and to this whole health crisis that we have in this world than what it may seem or what we think that we know when we're studying all this material. So I, I started, I found myself, I was looking for this, the bigger picture. And you know what? I think even then I was still only a little bit more open-minded on topics. I was still afraid of trying new things and I was more confined to just like having my opinion about something rather than trying it and generating an opinion via that, even though I considered myself open-minded and and before I before I continue on this, because if you get too far into it, you can mind fuck yourself. Um, it can seem like it's possible to become so open minded that you get nothing accomplished because you have no opinion on anything because you're so open. Now, rewind that if you have to. Don't just like keep listening. But I'm trying not to get too philosophical here, but just just understand that it's good to have an opinion. But like anything, it can consume you and cause nothing at all to get accomplished. So I think I pushed the doors wide open when I got out of college and I started working my first big boy job or adult job as a wellness director in a gym. I started after this is probably a few months in. I had heard the stories of people going in, you know, they get this job. Uh, they're transferred into this and then they start trying to change everything and people get pissed and turns out it's that person's fault because, you know, they didn't try to see what the culture was currently and um, ways that they could just adjust it appropriately opposed and listening to the employees opposed to just getting in there and doing what they thought was right. Um, but so I, I, it did take me a few months before I started like, you know, inserting my opinions and thoughts here and there. And, and I, and I, I think that was the best way to go about this situation. Um, but when I started working as a wellness director here, I, I use this I use this job as an example because this job, if and I and I will be real with you guys, if I had ever thought that I was going to be depressed over something, or I, I always thought like, man, I could like I, I'll never be depressed. Like that's more of a um, it's just not my, nothing, nothing I'll have to deal with. And if I were like, it'd be easy to get out of. And I think this is the, this is the one time in my life where I was starting to get that way. And I was like, I don't think there is anything I can do here. And so that, that did make me think about depression and, um, you know, different mental disorders and, uh, just different things people are going to a little bit differently. Um, but it's also, that could be a topic for another time as well. So in this job, let me get on this here. I started getting this vibe that the entire staff above me was just so close-minded about everything. You know, things stayed the way that that the way that it was because that's just the way that it was. So new ideas weren't accepted. Um, like uh, we had a, I mean, guys, I'm in, I'm in, I'm on Marco Island in Naples, Florida. It's, it's heaven's waiting room. I mean, it's like 60 plus there. Uh, it, I definitely learned a lot there, but I definitely saw a lot of people who were very stuck in their ways. And I know that maybe, you know, I don't, I don't know what it's like to be 60 years old and you know, what my philosophies will be then. And if my mindset will change, but I feel like I will always have the mindset to be learning and to want to grow as an individual. And 
not to turn down or say other people are wrong um, right off the bat, just bat, just because it's it would put you in an uncomfortable spot. So it, it it did make me when I was there and you know trying to insert new ideas here and there, whatever. It, it and I saw all these people that were closed minded and didn't want to take this advice. It it did it made me take a step back and reevaluate some of my beliefs and why I was still so complacent and closed-minded even then, even though I never thought I was. So this is where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm open-minded. And this is what would be described as that young phase from above. And who knows, maybe I'm still in it to a certain degree, but um, I thought that I was open-minded and then going into the situation, I realized that I was still pretty closed-minded on some topics. And it was important for me to open my mind and just kind of see things for uh, more than more than just what they were on the surface. So, um, this this just made me realize that like being open minded was not just a one time thing. So I like I said I I mean I think that I was like oh cool I'm open minded, and then I was like cool I did it and move on, and then I just got complacent again without realizing it. So. It's kind of a it's kind of a mental fuck, but um, it did make me realize like it's not just a one time thing, and it is a philosophy that it will always test you and keep you on your toes. And I realized that then I you know I would walk into rooms and I wasn't willing to learn and grow, or even or even put myself actually in the situation to learn and grow in the first place. And that that is where my mind shit my mindset really really started to shift when I started to recognize that, you know. The the older staff that the older staff that didn't that didn't value my opinions, you know, like what made them above listening to someone else's thoughts? What made them better than hearing someone's ideas or implementing something new for a problem that you've been dealing with for two or three years? Like what's the worst thing that could happen? So another quote is a double quoter day. So I hope you guys like quotes. Um another quote I'm a huge fan of is this one. Everyone you meet knows something you don't know. Be willing to learn from them. Very simple and not philosophical at all. Very straightforward. Always be learning. Always ask questions. Put yourself in vulnerable positions, even if it feels super uncomfortable. In those challenging positions, you know, test yourself. See what you're made of. Look at it like this, guys. What is the worst that could happen? You learned something you already knew and and use this podcast as another example. I can go and tell you speaking is not necessarily my forte. Um, as far as my flow of words and how I talk, I probably throw a lot of ums and, and ands and okays and my point is and things like that. But I'm 100,000% open to advice and feedback from you guys. And I have been from episode one. And this is my mindset about it. What's the worst that could happen? Someone DMs me and gives me advice I was already aware of, like I already knew that I stuttered or I did this and that, you know, or I could learn a thing or two just by being more receptive to feedback, just by putting myself in a vulnerable vulnerable position to say, hey, guys, like, if you guys think I can do anything differently on this podcast, you know, reach out. So, and just so you guys know, I mean, you know, like I said, this is a constant battle. And I think that you know, I, something that I've seen in myself is 
I, I might have the, I might lay off the impression to someone that I'm not willing to take advice and that I have things figured out. Um, and it's funny because, you know, people are like, oh yeah, you've got like, you got it going on with your Instagram and this and that. And I'm like, you know, like I, I, I'd never post and I hope I don't come off this way to be like this overly assertive, like this is the way to do things. I'm doing this right. Follow me. And we definitely know with the way that Instagram works in today's world that we're seeing the highlights of this and that. And, you know, this person's got it going on because of the pictures they're posting and their stories. And, you know, I really hope that I'm not laying, uh, putting down that message for you, for you guys and girls. And uh, if you, if you do think that is what I'm doing, just understand that it's not. And if there's anything I can do to uh, change that or to, you know, not, put off that vibe to you guys just let me know but yeah my point my point here is always be learning always ask questions that's that's a given and always be open to the advice and like i said what what is the worst that can happen you know they, they tell you they give you some advice that you already know like what what's the worst that could happen there oh okay i already know it or, or oh, okay thank you so much for your advice i appreciate that and you already knew it like or you learned something new so now let's talk about how we apply this because we can talk about what is right and wrong all day long, but until you go out and you apply this shit to your daily life, that's when we're going to see change. So when you see the vegan, the vegetarian or whatever, ask some questions about it. You know, hey, you know, what's the what's the biggest challenges you face with that? What do you, what do you enjoy about it? Um, you know, don't just turn your nose up and judge them. And, you know, this also, this is, applies to like asking questions in class or at work. The general thought, especially in school, is that no one wants to ask questions. You're it's in fear of someone judging you for asking a stupid question or you know something that they already knew and you're like maybe maybe this is a stupid maybe I shouldn't ask this. It's kind of a dumb question. Um, but there's no shame in you wanting to learn and develop and grow as a person. Who cares what people think about what you asked? And those people that walk around like they know it all, those are the people that you should be hesitant of because they're probably closed-minded in some way and they're not willing to grow and learn, but, but you know, they, they think they know what they know and that is the way that things are. Um, and that, that could be you. But put yourself in those vulnerable positions, guys. And um, remember this, the, the day that you stop learning is the day that you start dying. So apply this to even the way, this way of thinking, even in the gym. And, and this probably happens to people all the time. <clears throat> Excuse me. When you go into the gym and you see someone doing an exercise that you think is stupid, that you think looks stupid, you know, ask them about it. Okay. Sissy squats are a good one. And they got a funny name too, but you're on your toes and you're squatting back. You're, you're holding on to something or you're not, depending on what you're doing. It can look pretty silly. Um, I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, ha, that looks silly. But you walk into a gym and then you see 15 people doing it. It doesn't look so silly anymore. Then you're curious. Hey, what is, what is that exercise? Like, what does that work? And it's funny how that can just completely change someone's mindset about it. But ask them about it. And who knows? They might be, they might be spitting out some bullshit on why that's the best exercise for, you know, the, the, the grow their quads or whatever. But you, you you never know what you might learn by just asking someone a simple question like that. 
instead of turning your nose up and um and disgrace uh saying ha that that looks so stupid and and then the last and as far as the last another example in the gym is we always talk about how the gym is such an intimidating place <clears throat> excuse me we always talk about how the gym is such an intimidating place and we go into a gym and 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 we kind of especially you know girls are bad for this Guys are too. You know, you get scared when you go into a gym, you see these bigger guys and girls, and you don't want to be judged. But if this is you, I encourage you to go in there and do your thing and then just hope someone comes up to you to offer you some advice or feedback because everyone in the gym wants to give you their two cents on something. And that is that is totally okay. And then that kind of goes back to, you know, as long as they're not preaching this is the only way to do something. Um, but they're rather just giving you kind of why they believe that you should do something this way. Um, you should be seeking out that advice. And, and that's why, and like I said, I believe a lot of this mindset mindset from me was built in the gym. And it's really ironic that we think that's a very awkward and uh, judgmental place because I truly believe that that's where we can grow and develop, you know, physically as well as mentally when it comes to taking advice and listening to other people and, um, practicing new methods of fitness and things like that on yourself. Um, so that's just some food for thought, but yeah, whatever it is, they do CrossFit. I do CrossFit right now. Well, I do CrossFit. I did CrossFit over the summer in a pretty normal gym, so to speak. Uh, it was more of an open gym, but it was, uh, more, I did more CrossFit things. I'm doing things like butterfly pull-ups and, um, people look at me with a funny face and, kind of like, you know, I, I would love to kind of explain to you the method behind this and why I'm doing this. And, uh, but it's just all about that mindset and your mentality towards learning and having an open mind, but just ask questions when you see people doing things and, and this will help you better formulate your opinion about a subject and just kind of hear what they have to say instead of just saying CrossFit is stupid and you never talk to a CrossFitter in your life. Um, maybe go into a box and put yourself in that vulnerable position and see what it's like and then formulate your opinion. And that's something that, like I said, if I would have, if I, I did that for CrossFit and if I would have thought this was stupid, I promise you, I would not have been spending the 130 bucks a month just to be a part of something I thought was dumb. I would have left after the first week or whatever, but I put myself in a vulnerable position to learn and to grow and to develop. And then I found out, man, I actually really like this. Like, I'm going to do this because I feel like there's just so many opportunities for learning and growing as a person. And if I would have had that closed-minded mentality going into that, you know, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. And I probably wouldn't have the mindset as far as like, oh, man, that really does work when it comes to being open-minded about a topic or, you know, a subject. So <clears throat> let's let's uh, finish off this episode with, with one more thing I want to say. <clears throat> If you're the one being asked these questions, someone's coming up to you in the gym or, uh, you know, you're a CrossFitter and someone is coming up and asking you about CrossFit or your nutrition choices or your, your diet choices, your lifestyle. Um, are you defending your topic as if they're attacking you or are you swearing by it like it's the only way? Convincing anyone that, you know, this is the best way to hit this muscle group. Like, this is the way you just have to do it. You know, I have, a, I have a huge problem with that. And it doesn't matter what 
fitness modality you do, what diet you do. That's that's my biggest problem with everything. And I actually made a post a long time ago about uh, like the keto diet. My problem with the keto diet is that people would do, <clears throat> and this is just one example of many, um, you know, keto and say, man, keto works. Like it's, it's keto. That's what it is. You know, first of all, let's, let's see what have you been doing differently in your diet, things like that. But to say, to go tell your best friend, like, you got to do keto because it worked for me, like, that's that's such an ignorant way of thinking. Um, you should say, hey, man, like, I've been doing keto, and this is the benefits I've been seeing from them, uh, from keto. And, you know, if you want to try it, like, go for it. And that's kind of how that's kind of how I talk about CrossFit. I may believe, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of benefits to CrossFit. I also believe that um, CrossFit's not for everyone. <clears throat> and I might talk to people and say, hey, you, you know, come on, come do a workout with me. See how you like it. That kind of thing. That's a good way to do it. And as well as say, hey, you know, I like CrossFit for this and that. I think it's improved my gymnastic capabilities on this and that. And I feel like I can go run and lift a lot of weight at the same time. And <clears throat> this is just that's just, you know, the benefits I've seen from it. But at the end of the day, you need to find what works best for you. And that's the whole point of this entire podcast. So. If you find yourself, you know, giving, you know, this is the best way to do this advice, check yourself. And even by the books, there may be a best way to do something, but check yourself. The beauty of us as unique little snowflakes that we are is that what works best for you doesn't mean that it's the best way for everyone else. And instead, like I said, just simply educate. <clears throat> There's a lot of reasons why I love to do CrossFit. Like I said, but you'll never hear me tell you this is the best way for you to get into shape. It may be my favorite way, but it doesn't mean it'll work best for you. So find you guys. That's the whole point of this entire podcast is to find you in the space. Fitness, <clears throat> in this fitness space, in this you know, nutrition space, in this lifestyle is to find what works best for you and implement that. And then when people say, hey, man, how are you doing what you're doing? Just educate them. Educate them on your methods, not to say this is the best way. They may want to copycat you, let them, but they need to know that, hey, this might not work for you. If you've enjoyed this episode, please, please, please go check out my Instagram at Lee Pinkham, where we can connect and I can hear your ideas for content or improvement all around. <clears throat> and also, please do me a favor go on Apple Podcasts, leave this podcast a five star review. That just helps us get out to more and more people, and, and that's what I'm aiming to do. So share with your friends and family. It means a lot to see any support in Instagram, stories, Facebook, all around. So until next time, bye, guys.